it's time for Mindful Monday. And for today's topic, we are asking, you know, if you have young kids, you probably feel like you're never alone. But most of us have probably felt a little lonely at some point in our life. And for today's conversation, if it is troubling for you, you can always talk to your GP or Lifeline's number is 13 11 14. That's 13 11 14 if there's any distress caused by our chat today. So what do you do when you're feeling lonely? Or do you enjoy spending time by yourself? I know for myself, uh, moving up to North Queensland for, for this gig, it's the first time I've li- ever lived alone. And there are, yeah, there's some real positives to it, but there's also some hard stuff. And I, I mean, I found myself sometimes, yeah, talking out loud to myself and singing and stuff. So it can be nice, but it can, yeah, it can be challenging. So what is the difference between being alone and being lonely? Well, Dr. Joe Lukens is a psychology expert and is here on Mindful Monday to help us navigate loneliness. Dr. Lukens, good morning. Good morning, Henry. This is a really interesting topic, this one, and something I'm sure that you know, has affected almost everyone listening at some point. Yes, I, I, I think dealing with loneliness is part of being human, so I think it's really great that we're, we're having this conversation this morning. Yeah, fantastic. So um, we hinted at it there in that introduction there. Is, is being alone and feeling lonely the same thing? I would say no. So, I mean, lots of people define this in lots of different ways, but the way that it makes sense to me is that I think of being alone as being a physical state. So if I am working at home and there is no one else present, then I am alone. Um, and as you said, I might feel very comfortable with that, you know, almost uh, you know, appreciating the solitude, if you like, mm. and embracing that. Loneliness is different. For me, loneliness is a psychological feeling or state, and that's where we notice the absence and it's unpleasant for us. So I, I kind of view it for me, the way I understand it is that loneliness is that I feel like there's a disconnection. I I either feel disconnected from other people or I just feel lonely within myself. And so um, it, it's important to differentiate those two things because obviously many of us have spent time by ourselves, particularly over the last two years, which may or may not be um, concerning for us. But it's that sense of loneliness because we know that sometimes you can be in a crowded room and feel very lonely. So that's why I think it's important to make that distinction. That was the question I was going to ask, because if that psychological state of loneliness is connected more so to a disconnect from other people, is it possible to be lonely when you're not alone? Yes, mm. yes, because because it's something just doesn't feel right. Something doesn't gel for whatever reason. It doesn't feel like there's that connection with who those other people are or what's going on in the situation. So, uh, and sometimes people think, you know, oh, what's wrong with me that I'm feeling like this and all these people are around? It's a very normal feeling, and I think it's really important that we that we get that message out. So, what are the consequences of loneliness? Well, this is something that's been explored for a really long time. And, and one of the probably the most famous studies that's looked at this was part of a longitudinal study that started just after the Depression in 1938. And it's, it started with a group of sophomores in the States. And in, and in fact, one of the, the who, people who became famous, uh, who was just in that study as a university student, was John F. Kennedy. So there's been oh. a range of, a range of, and that was, um, it started off as a male population because that particular uh, college in Harvard only only had male students at the time. It's, it's been extended to a, a much larger study now and their descendants. But um, it was 268 people who were at Harvard University and, and following them and looking at wellness and health. And, um, you know, what they found, a key finding from that research showed the importance of tending to your relationships as part of your overall health and well-being. And, and what really came into light was the importance of social connection and happiness and how that connects in terms of our relationships with other people. 
And are there physical consequences to loneliness as well? Yeah, there are. And and one of the things that I think is interesting with particularly with psychological science is often studies get conducted and they might have fairly small populations. So sometimes an analysis is run. It's called a meta-analysis. And that's where you take a whole heap of studies that are looking at the same topic and allows you to do much more sophisticated analysis and make much broader conclusions about it. So there was a one particular meta-analysis that looked at 148 studies with more than 300,000 people. And it really showed the impact that particularly loneliness can have on our physical health and how it can affect things like our longevity um, and, and our general well-being. And so we, we do know that one of the antidotes for longevity is, is social connection. And obviously, as you mentioned before, we've, we've come out of the back of this pandemic where a lot of people would have been working from home. And for some people, if you live alone, work might be your only social engagement throughout the week. Do you think that it's going to be harder for people to get back into the rhythm of forcing social connections once we've gotten... I mean, we were told that the right thing to do was to be lonely. Stay home. Don't go out. You know, stop the spread of the disease. So are we in a situation where we might need to relearn how to dig ourselves out of loneliness. So, some of those social connections, I agree, because, because you know, I guess the distinction I made is we were encouraged to be physically alone but not to be lonely in our connections. And, mm. I, and I think, you know, um, you know, that whole notion of being physically distant from each other rather than being socially distant from each each. And I know there's semantics, but they're really important words that we use. So there's no doubt that we get very used to an environment. So when I worked, I worked with a lot of athletes who went through time in quarantine. So for, mm. a, say, a two-week period. And they talked about when they came out of that quarantine period, how the world sounded louder. You know, they were aware of their social, like, uh, social distancing that you might do in terms of, you know, what's normally appropriate when you're talking to people. And they felt like people were crowding them and were closer. But it was just that they had got used to what it was. So I think understanding for people who are emerging out back out into the world, if you like, if we want to put it like that, but if that's what we're doing physically, is to know that we, we do almost need to relearn those skills. The good thing is, is that humans are broadly very resilient and we and we will bounce back fairly quickly. Dr. Joe Lukens is here for Mindful Monday on ABC North Queensland. So if we do find ourselves in these situations where we are alone, how do we beat off the loneliness? How do we find joy in that alone time? Well, I think one of the things to start with is to start to become comfortable within your own skin. So, you know, finding ways when you're alone, because it's obviously a very independent thing to be, you know, just it's just you and the voice inside your head, you know, mm. t- talking to yourself. So um, recognising what you can do within that time and, and, and the value in, in quiet time, it's, you know, it is a good chance to self-reflect. Um, so I think that that can be a useful thing and, and being grateful for those opportunities when they come along. But also, um, you know, I, I think time alone is good for you to kind of do a little bit of a, a life audit, if you like, you know, you know what, what am I doing for myself in terms of my well-being and my sleep and all those sorts of things. So you can spend a bit of time doing that, but also to recognise the importance of social connection and work out ways that are uh, within the means that you have to, to do those things. And if any of this has been distressing for you, remember, you can always go to talk to your GP about loneliness or any other mental health struggles that you're having, or you can call Lifeline. That number is 13 11 14. Dr. Joe Lukens, thanks so much for giving us some insights into that difference between being alone and being lonely. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me.